You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Let's go to the hotline and welcome back to this program, Mr. Brad Meltzer. Brad, how are you, buddy? Hey, brother. How you been? I was just explaining to the uh, listening audience that you are, I would think, the only author that I know. Now, I know other people who've authored and authored well, best-selling authored, but you're the only person that started out as an author. They all had other jobs first. Uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to be proud of that or just disappointed in myself. No, you should be. I should be disappointed that I'm not more in the literary. It circle. classes you up a little bit. Me, you not him. The thing is, cause I got to tell you, because that's all I do is hang out in literary circles. I like you know, <laughs> me and Hemingway. We go to lunch together. Uh huh. Well, that's that, what we all do all day. That's a good question. Who Who is your best friend? Who do you hang out with? You know the guy. I know all the thriller writers. I don't know which thriller writers you like. I mean, you know, Harlan Coben and I like join the, uh, the you know the the short and tall bald writers club. So that's really he's always a good one. And I, and everyone's been nice to me. You know, when I first started out, this is true. I never tell the story, but when I first started out, I wrote a letter to a guy named John Grisham, yeah. and I was you know just starting out. This guy was obviously the biggest of the big, and I was like, listen, man, I don't know what I'm doing. Could you help me? And one day I pick up my phone because this is prior to email. And I pick up the phone. He says, "Hey, this is John Grisham. How can I help you? I'd love to help you." And I'm wow! Like, that's just a sign. That's just a sign of a good person. And so I was like, the fact that he ever did that was just, you know, that was that was top marks for me. Why did he do that? Like, I'm sure a lot of people ask right. for help. Why? Right. That's the right. Why be nice? Right? Like, why not crush your competition? Why not do all of things? And I, you know, and the, the truth is, I think I think most of us as writers kind of appreciate that there's no. There's no rule book in this world when it comes to writing. You kind of sit by yourself forever, and then you got to eventually go out in front of people, and you just don't know how it's going to go. So, like, I met Stephen King this year. He's like, hey, fine, nice to meet you. I'm like, what? Like, how do you even know what I do? You're Stephen King. You're supposed to be murdering people. Yeah, doesn't um, that blow your mind when more famous people know who you are? That you're like, oh, you, you, like when I, I'm a big Yankee fan, and I'll, I'll meet some players because they do spring training down here. And they were like, hey, I was listening to the show the other day. And I'm like, what do you mean you listen to the yeah. show? That's insane to me. Yeah, no, no. That's the, there's definitely like we went to uh, like, especially when my kids, when my kids like to see, you know, they watch a show called Impractical Jokers. They oh, like, yeah. love that show. And, we, you know, I took them to go see the show. And then I took them backstage. Um, and, you know, the guys were like, hey, yeah, we love the stuff. And, and my kids are like, why do they know you? You're nobody. You're just our father. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And that's like the best. Uh, Brad Meltzer is an author, and he is a guy that I will always put on when he's got a book. He writes books that are that are interesting. They he he knows the audience that's reading them. And the last the last book you dispelled something that I I certainly believed until I talked to you that the White House did not in fact house the first family. I thought for sure that they, there you go is a nice house, but we're really putting them in some bunker a couple of miles away that, that, you know, they travel underground to. And you were like, nope, they gave me access, and I saw it upstairs, and now I believe it. Yeah, no, it's crazy, right? It's totally – and this book has also – we did some really good secrets. So uh, can I tell you quickly, like, I mean, this book Please. opens with a woman. It's a woman it, – you know, the House of Secrets opens with a woman who's in a hospital, and she wakes up, and she's got no memory. And she's told that there's been an accident, her father's dead, and her father was the host of a conspiracy TV show, just like the Coda that we used to do on the History Channel. Right. And then the FBI comes in and says the last person your father was seen with was found dead with an object stuffed into his chest. It was a, a, 
a priceless book that belonged to Benedict Arnold. And from there, she finds guns in her house she doesn't remember owning. She finds scars and tattoos on her body she doesn't know how they got there. And she quickly realizes that only by solving this murder does she figure out not only what happened to her father, but most important, who she really is. She's the mystery of the book, and she's truly the house of secrets. And the fun of the book, though, is I got to use my life as like a guy who hosts a conspiracy show and then pull all the real conspiracies into the book. Yeah, see, that's that's, cool. that's great, but that means in the back of your mind, you're a little bit worried about this. Oh, I'm wor- no, please, I'm constantly worried about being murdered. That's my job every day, right? <laughs> I mean, but, but the fun of it is, you know, I don't know if I told you this, but years ago, and where the book really kind of got started is I got a phone call one day, and I've talked, we've talked a lot about presidents and going to the White House and stuff, but I got a phone from the Department of Homeland Security asked me to come in and brainstorm different ways that terrorists could attack the United States. Oh, wow. And Mike, Mike, my first thought was, if they're calling me, we have bigger problems than anybody. <laughs> yeah. Right? We're totally screwed. Um, By the I way, did it. yeah, I was saying, please tell me what tell me what you figured out, because I already figured it out. Yeah, no, they would, I mean, we would, we would go, but what I really realized was this is a great way for the government to get secrets. Like, people tell me their secrets. The government brought me in and taught me secrets. And the U.S. presidents have told me secrets. I'm like, you know what? I'm the perfect spy. Yeah. No one would look twice at me. And and that to this day, like, I love that I get to do that. And so I was like, how do I not build a book around a guy who hosts a TV show and then gets murdered? Like, that's what I, exactly what I should be doing without or, the murder part. Or I would feel like they were setting you up. They were bringing you in to find out how that would happen and then kill the president and then blame you. Yeah, You'd be the patsy. He was here. Right? I mean, that's thanks for making me, like, not sleep at night even more. I appreciate that. <laughs> Uh, one, of the, one of the coolest things I saw, I will say, is so I'm researching, you know, I haven't followed the book, and then I heard this story, which just blew my mind, um, is that it's about George Washington and Benedict Arnold, who I've become obsessed with. They're like my new obsessions now. Right. Because I found out that, um, you know, the, the last moments between George Washington and Benedict Arnold are some of the most heartbreaking in U.S. history. Because when Benedict Arnold betrays George Washington, they say it's one of the only times that George Washington is ever seen crying. Mm. And what happens is, is Alexander Hamilton delivers a letter to George Washington from Benedict Arnold. And the letter says three things. Benedict Arnold wants three things. He says, one, don't kill my wife. She didn't know I was a traitor. He says, two, don't kill the staff. They didn't know I was a traitor. And three, in the craziest moment of letter writing history, he says, and can you please send me my baggage and my stuff? And I'm like, you just put a knife in the back of George Washington. You're yeah. the most hated man in the new world. And you want your records back? Like, and, and the craziest part is George Washington sends them. He actually sends them. Of course. He really hates the guy. But the amazing part is to this day, nobody knows what was in that baggage that George Washington sent back. And I won't tell you the secret that was in there, but I don't want to ruin Chapter 85. But if you read Chapter 85 of the House of Secrets, there's the answer for me. Now, how, how do you know? I'm saying I came up with my answer. Oh, oh, my oh the answer yeah, from yeah. you. Okay, all right. I like yeah, that. Yeah, this is my theory, my research. I, can't, I mean, Obviously, I'm making it up, and I thought I made it up, and then I looked in real life, and there were all these people who were like, that's my theory, too. And I'm like, wait, I thought I was making this up. Oh, that's and interesting. And it winds up being this amazing story about what Benedict Arnold may not be may have been working for us the entire time. See, and it's a really fun twist. That's what Brad Meltzer fools you. He's teaching you things without you knowing about right, it. You know, right, right. You're, you're thinking you're reading yeah, a great totally novel. Yeah, I you like that. Uh, <laughs> the book is called House of Secrets. It's uh, written by the New York Times bestselling author and frequent guest on this show, Brad Meltzer. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, as I do. Every, you sell your books better than anybody else. 
Uh, I listen, all I do when I come on your show, and, and we know each other a long time now, is you have this passion that I have for the same. We, we both love one thing, and that is a good story, right? Yeah. And so all I do, I never sell the book. I just tell you the cool things that I find cool, and I just pray that everyone is kind of like equally likes the same crap I do. And, and you know what? <laughs> We're not that special. Like, a good story is a good story, and those stories you can find about history or about Homeland Security or about the secret place in the White House, like, when I see them, I'm like, I'm putting them in books because I want to know them, too. They're fun. Yeah, and when you do it well enough, they actually let you come in and inspect some of that stuff. By the way, if the Secret Service or anybody wants to talk to me, the best way for terrorists to attack the country, hot air balloons. Nobody ever looks at a hot air balloon and goes, <gasps> they always go, oh, right. you pack that thing with enough uh, C4, and then you just wait for it to run out of gas, boom, you're blowing up stadiums. I mean, I don't want it to happen, but. Now, listen, they told me when I was there, they would pair me with a Secret Service agent and a chemist. And then they would put us together and, you know, we would destroy. They, I would come up with my crazy way to get into whatever security thing, like the hot air balloon, whatever. And then the Secret Service guy would one-up it and say, no, here's the better way to get past security. <laughs> and then the chemist would say, no, no, use this chemical. It'll dissipate less quickly in the air. And, you know, you, we would destroy a major city. You know, we would destroy Atlanta, you know, Miami, Orlando. We would destroy it in a matter of, of minutes. Oh. And you don't go home feeling good that night. You go home terrified because you're like, it's so easy to kill us. That's what I was going to say. How do you sleep now knowing how vulnerable we are? Let me tell you, not only vulnerable, this is, a, this is a crazy other story that I found for the book. This is insane. So I'm talking to a military intelligence officer. I'm researching the thriller. And I say, where does the U.S. get its best information? Like, where do we actually get the cool stuff? And he says to me, years ago, and this is true, that there was a dictator. And the dictator hated the United States. But what no one knew is that through one of his top lieutenants, this dictator was actually working for America. He was secretly on our side as a spy for us. Uh. And the reason he was doing it, I said, why would he even do that? He said, for the most logical reason of all, Mike, for family. He basically, his lieutenant had a sick kid who needed the kind of medical attention that only the United States can offer. And so we gave the kid medical help. And in exchange, this guy helped us find like weapons and kept him away from terrorists, helped us with financial investigations. And this guy was secretly on our side the whole time. I obviously, I use it in the house of secret, but I didn't make it up. It's real. All this really happened. Yeah. And that's, I did I certainly wasn't aware of that, but that's also a great way to get dictators on our side, poison their children. Yeah. No, that's always a nice thing. Poisoning children. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at Kim Jong-un. I, I love that you one upped it, that it's like, it's all our fault too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, what do you think happens? What do you, so this election is going to go on, say Donald Trump becomes the uh, the winner and he's the president. What happens between that transfer of power between Barack Obama and Donald Trump? We already know they don't like each other. And and there yeah. are and, and I probably not out of the movie, there's probably not a book of president secrets, but there's gotta be that one conversation that, that only presidents have and how awkward is that gonna be between the two of them? No, here's here's what you wanna know what really happens. This is true. I put this in a book one is when Ronald Reagan left office he wrote a letter and he put it secretly in the Oval Office desk and he left it for George H.W. Bush. Right. And the, and the note said, don't let the turkeys get you down. And then George H.W. Bush left one for Bill Clinton, who left one for W., who left one for Obama. It's the greatest hidden tradition of the modern presidency. And actually, when I did the book on it, George H.W. Bush secretly sent me the letter that he left for Bill Clinton. No one had ever seen it before. He never released it. He gave it to me because he likes my novels. Right. And uh, it was just crazy. Let's just pause on that a moment. That's no, just yeah, no kidding. Like his biographer was like, why did he give it to that schmuck? <laughs> like he gave it to the thriller writer? Like, why would you do that, sir? Um, but, but the point is, is that means that Obama's leaving a letter if Trump wins 
that letter is going to be the most badass thing to read. <laughs> that's true. And we're not, right? It's going to be like the big, you know, that's going to be the best letter. And I just do not believe for one moment that it's going to be like, good one, pal. We are, we're all rude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> doubt it. Like, right. It's going to be like a dump in a drawer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Obama, he, every once in a while, and especially when he gets mad, he slips, he gets a little ghetto. So, I, you know, when he's writing that out and he's got eight years behind him, you don't care. He's going to let it go. Uh, I mean, that's the thing is when you're leaving, you don't care. No, you don't care at all. Uh, Brad Meltzer is our guest. He is the author of The House of Secrets, available uh, now. It's available now, and the best part is I'm coming to Orlando on uh, on Friday. I'm coming to Winter Park. I'm going to be at Writer's Block Bookstore at 7 p.m. So anyone who wants to come and get a Father's Day gift or get anything signed or anything they want, I'm going to be there on Friday. Oh, man. I might have to come out there. Come. Yeah. You can do the introduction, man. You're the man. Uh, I'll tell you, uh, there's, I mean, we, who was, it was Grisham and somebody else. We just turned down, put Grisham, Grisham and on Stephen show. King. No, was it? Yeah. No, because we would have put Stephen King on for sure. They were doing a thing together. It was Grisham Man, and King. No, I know. I don't know. I don't remember, but, uh, there's very few guys who are just, uh, authors that will put on the air, but I know that, that Brad Meltzer writes books that I like and that are aimed at our audience. And even if you're not a guy who's a traditional reader, these are things that you'll dig. Father's Day is right around the corner. The book is called House of Secrets. You can get it uh, online wherever you're buying books, or uh, if you want to go out to Orlando and meet Brad on uh, Friday, you can do that as well. Dude, you know you're always welcome on the show. I, I appreciate talking sure, to you. I gotta get closer. I gotta get closer to you. I mean, I, I know Orlando's a little bit of a schlep from you, but I, I want to do it studio one day. They gotta send me over closer. Yeah, what that? What are you doing in Orlando for? What are you taking the kids to Disney you know World? What? No, well, of course my kids are going to wrangle my kid. Although you'll be proud of my boy, man. So I know you're a Yankees fan. My son, I'm in New York City. My son realized finally that book for he's like, wait a minute. So he checked the Yankee schedule. He went to the Yankee game last night. He watched the Yankees win. He's like, book tour is the best. He basically calls up all the relatives that live in the city where we are, and then he kills them in the take of the game. <laughs> <laughs> smart, smart. But, uh, when, but I will say this, Mike. When you go to the Yankees game next, let me know. Because I'm telling you, my friend works for the Yankees. He will hook you up. My son met Mariano Rivera last night. Oh, wow. wow yeah. I'm telling you. All it right. was awesome. All right. I certainly will do that. Dude, it's always good to talk to you. Good luck. I'm sure this book will be a huge success again. The House of Secrets by Brad Meltzer. And if you want to go check him out on Friday, I'll put it up on the website so people will be able to find you. Good talking to you, my man. Thanks, brother. And right. thanks for supporting me and all this stuff. I yeah. really appreciate it. Any, You're part of the family. Anytime, dude. Uh, enjoy your uh, time in Orlando. Thanks, man. See you, buddy. I love that, dude. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh.